Episode of the Big Turkey. I am Tyler. I am Griffin. I'm Aaron. Today we are doing a continuation of our paranormal research. Luckily, we have some faithful listeners, or one, we at least have one, by the name of Brian, who sent us his request of us to talk about the Athens Lunatic, Lunatic Asylum in Athens, Ohio. Aaron. Yes. Can you tell me any information on Athens? On Athens? The, the, yes, the, the, yes, the yes, lunatic yes. asylum. Okay, so uh, you wrote some notes down. Let me get I those. don't know if you can read the handwriting. Okay. The Athens Lunatic Asylum was established January 9th, 1874 and was discontinued. Well, I guess you would say not discontinued but uh <laughs> it was discontinued it, was, it, it stopped having patients in 1993 so that's a pretty good run that's a long stint 1874 to 1993 so from civil war that's, era that's to over 100 years civil war era to the 90s hip-hop yeah. It, they did all the fun procedures that are now illegal, such as lobotomies. There was a lot of lobotomies going on there, and if you guys lobotomy. don't know what that is... Um, it's like what Jeffrey Dahmer did to his sex patients. Well, Drilling them in the side of the head and dumping the chemicals in there. <laughs> Actually, it's releasing the, the blood, isn't it? What they thought was blood, or yeah, something they along thought, the lines of Okay, that. so my understanding of a lobotomy, I got this from uh, Matthew Santoro information. I guess the doctors would assume that, like, blood pulled in your brain made you crazy and so they would like take an ice pick and a hammer i'm not kidding i'm not kidding yeah and they would just uh kind of you know thump you a few times with that ice pick to try to you know drain Uh, that blood he fell over and his uh tongue sticking out he uh bye he's all right now he's not depressed anymore (laughs) he's not it's because he's dead Um, Dr. Freeman did over 3,400 lobotomies there. Um, so 3,400 people had a bad day. Yo, hold on. He did 3,400 in his career or at that facility? I think just at the facility. Even if that's his career and he's traveling around doing that, that's 3,400 people that he fucking affected. Like, that's terrible. most of them... Affected. Um, I guess most of the people that got lobotomies actually became like brain dead. No. Or, um, Throwing or an ice pick to your side and of I your think, nipple. So don't don't quote me on this, but I think JFK had a, like a sister or a brother that got a lobotomy done. Oh yeah, no, and you're right. They were. You're right about this. They we talked not, about this during the Kennedy episode, one of the bonus episodes. They were not right after that. Okay, so. Something that's creepy to go along with that. He did that happened to many people, including a bunch of kids and a four-year-old boy. That's yes, right. At the facility. Yeah. Um, the uh, the there is a graveyard at this specific facility in Athens. So how many unmarked graves are there that are just numbered? Uh, I don't have this in front of me. <laughs> let right me now. see. Let me see. I have it written down. There are. 1,400 
no named graves, only by they're marked by numbers. And I believe there was something of 1,800 graves there or something along the lines of that. Something where it's, there should be names on every single grave because all lives matter when, even if they were sent to get uh, ice pick to the side of their head. So there's many tortured souls on a spectrum. Yeah, so we, assuming that the, the, the place is haunted, which I believe, I mean, something like this, terrible, there's many tortured souls that stick around that want, that want answers, you would think. So, allegedly, I'm, this place is haunted. I mean, no, I, there's I a lot of like ghost so. hunting stuff that goes on down there. And it's yeah. all of, it's a pretty, if, a lot of people outside of Ohio know about the Lunatic Asylum. And this, Lunatic Asylums, in general, that surrounded the Midwest and like Kentucky and West Virginia, oh my gosh, it's all the same thing. They were there for something stupid, they ended up getting a lobotomy, and then they died. And they didn't have to. Well, and you got to think how far, med- like, the medical science has come in the past hundred years from, you know, 1919 to 2019. But unfortunately, back, you know, 1800s, early 1900s, stuff like that, I mean, that it kind of it hits home for me because... He had a know, lobotomy. No, I didn't. Um, I have a brother with special needs, and I just think, you know, if he was born back in the 1800s or whatever, they would have just been like, oh, he's mentally insane, let's send him to this hospital for the rest of his life. People were sent there for any number of reasons. Yeah. For being, you know, um, for having special needs to actually being full-blown like Ted Bundy. Everyone in between got, you know, just kind of chucked in there. And like the times over, and like the times and the places of the events that occurred at many other asylums, this asylum also suffered from overcrowding, which was a big part of, uh, I think, pushing out the patients. Yeah, they were putting up to four people in like rooms that were no bigger than 10 feet by 10 feet. Which is the room we're in is substantially bigger than that. Twenty-five by twelve. Okay. If almost, you wanted to know. almost double. Yes. All right. Did you want me to talk about the? I can improvise while you are bringing up whatever you want to talk. I about. already have it up. What do you got? Okay. So this is going to be pretty much verbatim from RoadTrippers.com. And we, road trippers yes and we also found that on a few other um websites to, to, to back up this information so in the sustain asylum in athens ohio on december 1st 1979 a patient by the name of margaret Sh- shillingly i think s-c-h-i-l-l-i-n-g so close Schillingly. enough went missing despite the best efforts and it says in quotations poor so like they didn't really care of the despite the best efforts of the hospital staff margaret was nowhere to be found it wasn't until 42 days later that her body was discovered locked in a long abandoned ward once used for patients with infectious i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt her name was margaret what shilling okay so she was from what i heard i I, pick up where you left off but from what i heard there was a game of hide and seek going around and they couldn't find her and that's what led her to get lost but i don't know how true that is i see how fucked up is that though like oh we lost one and then she was just like in the same building but in the area they didn't well, check I mean, you gotta think 
I don't know, with that many people and that it being so substantially overcrowded, you would have think someone would have had to have seen her. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Um, so, to pick up where I left off, um, okay, she was found in the, in the, basically the wing that was abandoned that was used for patients with infectious, infectious diseases. Tests showed that she had died from heart failure, yet she was found completely naked, her clothing neatly folded next to her body. Worse yet, to the horror of those who found her, Margaret had decayed so much that, in fact, a gooey imprint of her body had seeped into the concrete. Now much listen. Sorry to interrupt again. Keep that spot. Keep All it. Right. All right? All right. Keeping it. Do you know when, like, people, like, hallucinate and shit? We just did an episode on this whole mushroom thing. But it's not besides the fact. But when they're about to die because, like, overheating or overcooling, like, uh, those... And they start getting all naked because uh they think they're i don't know warm what if she just uh what time of year did she die december 1st well well okay it said she went missing december 1st but she was found 42 days later so oh she, yeah so, it so was. she was she died somewhere between you know december 1st to january yeah, okay. 11th that's so it was pretty cold yeah. outside that's uh, kind of me personally i just like to walk around my house naked yeah so, I, what I don't understand is how ill-staffed they were. Is something that we didn't really touch on. And a lot of people, like, we don't have the stats. But I'm assuming if they can't find one patient that obviously had mental health issues, what well, kind of place is that? I have seen, um, okay, I have heard that um, back in those days um, that it was like, one staff member to like 40 patients which by today's standards is totally unheard of not in the healthcare field but like in the schooling systems now they're having a big issue with understaffing uh, understaffing yeah okay so to pick up where i left off much to their dismay the stain couldn't be scrubbed out no matter how hard they tried this is the gooey imprint that uh her decaying body had left I heard it never goes away, and that's like a big attraction for people to go see. I am sorry if you're on your way to work and you're just getting hit with this on your morning commute. The and gooey attraction, though. Oh, boy. Um, okay, so the outline of her body can still be seen on the top floor of the, top floor of the asylum today. So, so uh, uh, some say that on clear nights, Margaret can still be seen trying to escape the room where she died. Because the room they found her in was locked. Um, you can Google image the picture. It honestly just kind of looks like flour Pop on the floor. Like, oh, like an God, outline. it looks like, like, yeah, uh, like you can kind of see, like, like, the outline. Show, try to show YouTube. Try to show just run up there and pop it up there. No, YouTube is on the internet. They can look it up. Um, what an asshole. So, yeah. Basically, this asylum is really old and supposedly, well, allegedly, very haunted. Um, well, I can say that just from looking at the pictures, it's, uh, it's had to have been um, ahead of its time looking at the architect layout i mean it's it's huge it's, it was also called the ridges yes um, that must have taken forever to build back in the 1800s 
my gosh, there were so many structures that popped up. We have a, a, a hidden episode that we haven't released, but we wrote long, about three and a half months ago about Mansfield Reformatory. Oh boy. And there was a big special thing going coming up on that still, all right? But, it, again, Civil War era built and stuff, and yeah. like it took them a couple years to build it, but it is a massive structure. It is. It's huge. And without the uh, uh, present-day tools that we have to build now, it you just it just blows your mind how stuff gets done. Get busy living or get busy dying. Damn straight. Do you have anything else on this Athens asylum? Um, I'm going to put my vote in that once we get the ball rolling on our videos, we go there. Yeah, I concur. I got another thing. I mean, it's not that far. What's up? Apparently, I saw this a while ago. Apparently, they abused their um. Yeah. Their patients. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like mentally and physically abused. Yeah. Them. No. No. No doubt. Like no doubt. Especially with the lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> God. Like I. I'm not. Um, I'm not a doctor by any means, but I don't think I'd ever. Hey, at what point do you think they were like? Yeah. Ah. So we've done this for curing cancer. We've done this for hepatitis. We've done this for people that lose limbs. We've done this for depression. We've done this for cheating housewives. Yeah. Uh, it fixes. It, it doesn't work. They're just laying on the ground, drooling. Like, at what point were they like, "Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta we, stop." We to stop. Uh, I think it was. It, what's sad is like this. I think it was the 70s. Was the last I lobotomy? Think it, I think it was like the 70s or 80s when yeah. they finally were like. Duh. So this kind of. I don't know. Obviously, we live in a very advanced age, the most advanced age we've had so far. They try to make it seem like that, but these yeah. people, there are so many, there are so many healthcare workers that probably don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm wondering if a hundred years, someone on their podcast is going to be like, "Oh my God, they were giving." They were taking anti- cold medicine every time they got sick. What yeah. dumbasses! They were taking antibiotics. Those idiots. <laughs> now I just jerk off. Oh, jeez. What's crazy about the antibiotics is it's just bacteria. Yeah. So. My grandmother is actually allergic to penicillin. A lot. I don't want to say a lot weird? of people, but a good there's a good chunk of them. That kind of sucks. But Yeah, she's allergic to a bunch of uh, antibiotics. You know what that means, So right? when she gets sick, it's really hard to get her on a good, you know, straight, narrow path. She's a hybrid. Not a hybrid. She's got a hybrid. It means her mom and dad were brother and sister. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. I'm just playing. That was, oh, that was funny though. That was good. Oh, All right. My family listens to this. <laughs> and I love them dearly. Each and every one of them. Sweet All three of them. Except Mason. <laughs> Mason, you said you were going to sign up for the dollar a month club and you haven't. Yes. Okay. Oh, by the way, our podcast email is bigturkey at or Big Turkey Podcast at gmail.com. Our YouTube channel can be found if you look up Big Turkey Podcast. We have an Instagram that is known as Big Turkey Podcast. If you go to anchor.fm slash Big Turkey, hence, there's a lot of stuff that involves our name that is Big Turkey. Big Turkey. We are the one and the only champions of the paranormal. So we are going to get the ball, the ball rolling and move on to something else here, but um, we just kind of scratched on the surface of this insane asylum if you guys really want to yeah, we, we did it. hit the big stories there are small yeah. stories of like hauntings all over yeah, yeah. that town um, it's a creepy ass town if you guys want to dig a little deeper into that there's plenty of information 
for the insane asylum all over Google. So you can always dig a little deeper than what we kind of tip. We just always hit the kind of the tip of the iceberg, I want to say. Straight on the tip of the iceberg. I just, yes, the iceberg. <laughs> the iceberg. Okay. Guys, can you guess what we're going to talk about next? Uh, I think I Something can. that many podcasts do not talk about that I haven't heard, at least the popular ones around here in Ohio. We are going to talk about the Mudhouse Mansion. Okay. Do you know what the Mudhouse Mansion is? Had you heard of it before tonight? Yes. Honest. I know you have. Have you? Uh, honest before tonight? Um, I want to say that I've heard it on like a whim, but I don't think I've ever really dug into it. You know what I mean? The Mud House Mansion is similar to Wooly Burger. If you have not listened to our Wooly Burger episode, you can find us on all podcast platforms, including anchor.fm slash bigturkey. You can find us, and if you go there, it'll tell you where to listen. Wooly Burger is another hot attraction here in Ohio that has so many legends revolving around it, like many other places do, like the one we are talking about currently. The Mudhouse Mansion, outside of Lancaster, has a dark legend among the local locals that live there. Yes, the locals. Yes. There are many local tales and legends about the origin of the hauntings in the Mudhouse Mansion. One legend states that they that a government official lived there after the Civil War and kept it slaves. So, yes, many people uh, uh, confuse it. There were slaves in Ohio, and it was proven, but many people didn't talk about this. So, moving on, it was, it was, not, it was pretty unheard of, but it still happened, unfortunately. It is told that people locked their slaves, or this, the, the, this man and this local authority, we don't have the name, had locked his slaves in the outbuilding every night and treated them like shit. So, I mean, yep. like you would think, you have a real big piece of crap here. Peachy. One night, a slave, a man, got real tired of it, and he lost it. He dug his way out. Fine, right? Yeah, he kept them locked up in like an outbuilding, yeah. basically. Yep. He, he dug his way out, got out, he was enraged. He entered the house and slaughtered the official and his entire family. It is said that spirits of these people, which haunt the house, are the, the homeowners and not the slaves themselves. So they were murdered, but they also that was that's kind of like uh, take it as you will. You treat you. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna say what goes around comes around because like he not necessarily didn't need to murder him, but I'm sure yeah. at one there was a reason. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean. So, he, according to a local legend, there was a man who actually bought the house in 1892, and he moved there with his wife and three children. Neighbors never saw them until they entered the house, and they thought it was very weird that a family would spend all their times indoors, which is, I guess, kind of weird. Five people in the family. At no this time, people outside. didn't have cell phones and TVs, so that yeah. is kind of odd. Especially during that period of time when you uh, are farming to get your food and whatnot, hunting. One neighbor went out to the house to investigate as he could, and he saw a figure of a woman dressed in white standing on the second at the second floor window. The figure was just standing there, staring at her. So, whatever. I mean, he goes and checks the house out. He sees that woman. He's like, "Ah, okay, everything must be fine." Yep. The following the day, the following day, the neighbor checked again and saw the figure again standing on the same position, 
<laughs> she checked for 10 days after and saw the same figure. It had not moved. It was just standing there, which she thought was the top of the stairs. Uh, on the 10th day, she called the police, and when the police came to investigate, they were met with a terrible sight. Word for word, I got this. They had phones yeah. back then? Uh, no, she was like, ah, please! <laughs> All the five family members were hanging, lifeless, dressed in white nightgowns. Hanging from the rafters of the ceiling. Yep. So what that lady saw wasn't the lady standing at the top of the stairs. She was no. actually hanging unfortunately from the hanging. Uh, so that's unfortunate. So she'd been hanging there for several days. The Mud House Mansion is said to be the home of... Oh, yeah. Here, So we're, we're going to take a pause because another origin story, of course. There's multiple. So imagine being that nosy neighbor, like peeking in the windows of your neighbor's house that don't want nothing to do with you. And you're like, oh, she's standing at the top of the stairs staring at me. Okay, I'll just leave. Come back. Come back ten days or come back ten days in a row and you're like, oh she's still there. Same spot. That's weird. You didn't like think to peek around and see the other four bodies hanging with her. No. And what's odd, like we watched a YouTube video about this same thing, is that uh, all five of them yep. were hung. Yep. So even the kids. I don't know if this ties into the slave story where the slave broke out and he murdered them. It could be the same story but just told differently. Is but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. Well, the way the way it's I kind of understood it was that um, the people were murdered, and then several years later, someone had bought the house, and then the new family at all, unfortunately, been murdered as well, or committed suicide. Because whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah. Did you see that? No. I hope the fucking. Uh, Sorry, I hope the video caught that. The flag just lifted up behind you. Oh, that's... Yeah. I mean, this house has been haunted for a while. So, also, another origin story. The Mudhouse Mansion is said to be the home of the original Bloody Mary. If you say her names three or five times while standing in front of the mirror, she will appear. Children in the town even called the Mudhouse... The Mudhouse the House of Mary. According... Like the house of waffle. <laughs> According to tradition folklore, all of her children were killed either by her or her husband, unfortunately. A woman named... Uh, yeah, a woman named once explore... Yeah, a woman explored the house in 2001. She recalls hearing a group of people moving around the floor, the second floor of the house. She went upstairs to talk to the people who she assumed were there causing noise and trouble but there was nobody to be found in the house. So the mansion's neighbors reported hearing shrieks and groans coming from the empty mansion that was abandoned. The mud, the, so the true fact is the Mudhouse Mansion was built sometime between 1840 and 1850. Christian and Eleanor Ruff Rogue purchased the property where the Mudhouse Mansion now stands from Henry Byler and Ab Abram Okay, uh, sorry, I got distracted. What are you doing on your phone? I was looking up more research. Watching porn. The property then sold to Henry and Martha Hartman in 1919. When Henry died, the property was inherited by his daughter, Lulu. Her descendants still own the property and the land around it. Its uh, mansion is called Hartman's Place. No one has lived in the home since the 1930s, and a 
group of hippies in the 1960s did call it their home for a short period. The grant structure has been damaged and vandalized and broken into many times. <coughs> and according to Aaron's research, the house was demolished in the 2015. But another house stands in the same property is actually where the family lives. Okay, so the actual address is 40, 4730. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. we won't give out the rules. Well, I mean, it's a band. It's gone. The yeah, house, those okay. people don't... Okay, okay, okay. Here's a, let me note this real quick. Before you we, say that. Today, there are guards watching over the property. Whoever is caught trespassing is prosecuted. Some trespassers have even claimed they have been shot at after stepping on the property without permission. So okay. do not go to that property. Big Turkey no, does not condone don't. that. So, okay. It was officially demolished September... 21st, 2015. So the Mud House Mansion is completely gone. There is another house. It's not an extraordinary house or anything like that that the property, only, property owner lives on. Mm -hmm. And they do have full-time security there because they got tired of everyone trying to come onto their property. How can take they Take pictures and investigate. So the we're, lady... I read gonna, that the let's lady, call her. I read that the lady spends what must equate to like a full-time job prosecuting all of these people that come on her property or even stop to take pictures. But regardless, the property is officially no longer the home of the Madhouse Mansion. It's been demolished. But the Ridges is still standing. Um, Obviously, something did happen at this Mudhouse Mansion that there was two houses on the property and they wouldn't live in that one property well, since the 30s. So obviously some spooky shit was going on. You, you and might, then the hippies inhabited I mean, it. I'm might, sure it smelled like fucking pot and nastiness after that. You might be able to say that, but keep in mind, um, a lot of times mansions do get abandoned. And then... Mike, <laughs> Mike Tyson has an abandoned listen, mansion but, in Ohio. Now here, listen to this story. We are on an expedition looking for Helltown. We found remnants of it, the actual. But during that time, we ran into kids that were also up there. This was in high school. And they were like, what is Helltown? And we were like, oh, okay. They were like, the only cool thing around here that's kind of like creepy is Mike Tyson's uh, abandoned mansion that has a tiger cage. And we were like, What? <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, these aban these mansions get abandoned, and then they sit dormant for a little while, and then they get so costly to repair, people build a new house versus trying to fix up the old one. I mean, that mansion, <coughs> once it gets abandoned, the amount of money that it takes to you know get it back to like livable conditions is astronomical. That's why these mansions sometimes sit dormant. Yeah, you see so all... that, I mean, this all could be a big old wives' tale. It could have just been it fell too far in disrepair and they couldn't afford to fix it, so they just built a new house. Where Aaron lives, he lives down in uh, Atlanta, Ohio, which is about 30 minutes south of me, which I'm pretty... I'm 25 to 30 minutes south of Columbus, so he lives about an hour outside of Columbus. Yeah. He's got an uh, old abandoned school that uh, sits there, and it's all boarded up, but township... We need to get township's permission to go inside of it. I think that'd be a cool place. Yeah, I don't actually live in Atlanta. I live outside of Atlanta. But there is an abandoned school. Actually, if you drive through Atlanta and really take a second and look 
It all say, looks abandoned. No, no, like saying, more no. than half the houses. I would say half the houses. There's an old sycamore tree that's sitting in front of somebody else's house that's yep. abandoned. Yep. And this thing is like it's covering their front door. It's yep. huge. I mean that town. Ten foot diameter. The whole town's basically been abandoned. Is that school rumored to be haunted or anything like that? Um, I'm sure I mean, it is. You got to think Atlanta might have thirty people living in it right now. So if there is any local legend, then it's gonna take a lot to get it pushed anywhere because it's so small. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just an old boarded up schoolhouse. That's actually where my grandfather went to school. Yeah, that's cool. This this could be an idea. We could go around that city and ask people if they know any legends around that area. Ah, that's too much work. Man, we don't actually put in legwork here. What are you talking about? Listen. We find out a whole new. We are coming out with the Crybaby Bridge, uh, a video yes. which covers all the Crybaby bridges in America, and we are doing a travel trip where we will have a 4K resolution camera on us with a film crew. So it should be pretty freaking fun, and that's only going to be like a 15-minute little documentary on YouTube. But there's going to be a, there's a lot of effort being put into it. Yeah, it's right fun. now. Yep. So that's going to be a big deal when that comes rolling. out. Um. We're going to be at all those Paracon, CryptidCon, the Mothman Festival. Uh, we'll be wearing our big turkey gear. If you come up to us, you could win a t-shirt, but we will definitely have giant business cards to hand out. Which business cards meaning they just have our logo and where to find us, listen to us. Yep. And stickers. So if you want stickers. a sticker for your car or anything. Yeah. And if you would rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google any listening platform and you send us a picture i will i've got a stack of stickers in this planner's cup right here and i will send you one free of charge i thought that's where we're putting the yeah big the, turkey fund money it is in there too oh off two dollars yeah all right we're gonna sign off of our audio program please come back next week this one was actually a fun episode <laughs> they're all fun but this one was uh, a fun researched episode we will come back. If you have any suggestions, email BigTurkeyPodcast at gmail.com. This has been fun. You guys have a good week. Hey, it's Tyler from the Big Turkey and the Fat American Dream. Did you know a group of turkeys is called a rafter and not a flock? Join our rafter at anchor.fm slash turkey. Click that support button, and thanks for listening, guys.